The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. When life hands you a unique shift, what happens next? The gift is the shift. Welcome to The Sky's the Limit with your host, Karen Levitt. In our program, you will hear from people who have discovered the gift, whether through personal experience or those that are helping others through this experience. You'll find the next hour to be a motivating and encouraging one. Now, here is Karen Levitt. Hi, this is Karen Levitt. Welcome to The Sky's the Limit. And this week, my featured guest is Bobby Courtney. And Bobby is the founder of Essence of Life Therapy and the creator of Aura Infusions. She's a holistic psychotherapist and certified flower essence and gem elixir practitioner. Bobby brings a rich background of knowledge in holistic therapy, somatic psychology, shamanic deep imagery through the Institute of Visualization Research to our program. And with that, I would like to warmly welcome Bobby Courtney. Hi, Karen. Hi. Thank you so much for being here. So you have done so much. I just really want to jump in. So... You studied originally. You got a master's degree, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. In in psych, psycho, you're a psychotherapist, and mm-hmm. you have a degree in, in social work from Smith College. So right. can we? Yeah. So can we talk a little bit about that and what led you to your current path? Absolutely. Um, I think the bottom line has always been uh, a drive to keep learning more and more effective ways to help people and. I was doing social work, and that led me to really want to get my master's degree because I realized that there was some really exciting uh, methodologies out there to help people, and, and I thought this college was really, uh, you know, an exciting place to study. So uh, that led me on a, on a journey that actually, uh, in a surprising way, kind of led me to the shamanic work. Mm-hmm. Not many people that study clinical work are led there to shamanic work, but mm-hmm. there actually there was a tenured professor there, and uh, I don't know if Smith was quite as familiar at the time that she was actually a shaman. I don't. Um, mm-hmm. That was in the eighties, and I was going for postgraduate work, and um, that professor was doing some postgraduate work there. That was really an, an introduction into shamanic work. Mhm mhm. I know, you know, it almost um you know, is a bit of a disconnect if you will because um you know, I know from a medical background myself, but you know, so social work and psychotherapy, right? That that's um there's a certain protocol and criteria. And then the shamanic piece is is a whole other realm if you will. And yeah, to bring the absolutely. two to, Yeah, to bring the two together is really interesting to me. So, what was that like? So, did you just feel like a, a natural pull? You know, oh, like you I said, to, to help people? And it was very much a challenge. Like, I, I knew I had to do this. And mm-hmm. it was an incredible challenge because uh, it was turning everything upside down, not throwing it away, really, because I really do use that 
clinical background. But for the time mm-hmm. being, as I was studying it, I had to, in a way, unlearn the kind of structure of understanding and the perceptions that I had just finished learning in graduate school and be able to go, um, let go into a huge mystery mm-hmm. uh, without trying to control it or look at it in the ways that I was, um, you know, previously trained. Mm-hmm. So we were doing yeah. things very, very, very differently. Yeah, so that, like I said, there's almost, um, I use the word disconnect, you know, so there's almost that disconnect because, like I said, what you learn that sets your foundation, right, to build upon, and then you you, you delve into this other, you know, piece, the shamanic piece, which, like you said, you felt led to just do, and, you know, you yeah. did, just knew you had to, but with that, you know, there's the whole, um, I guess, fear fear of the unknown, right, because we can't see it. Absolutely. Yeah, so what was that like? You know, yeah, fear of- well... Yeah, I kept wanting to take notes, <laughs> and um, because I had sat in graduate school taking notes and studying everything and writing papers, mm-hmm. and <laughs> and um, there was a very loving humor about all of it that it's it's not going to be that way this time. It's deeply experiential, and in order to do shamanic work, you have to go very, very, very deep inside um, to be able to be a practitioner, and. Mm-hmm. And as a practitioner, you're helping people go deep to just the right level that they're comfortable with and ready for that, you know, at that time. But it's um, it's not structured the same way. What, what it really is is um, a way uh, to let go of the beliefs and the kinds of understandings that we've been living in our world with. And in a very relaxed state, you actually you bypass the part of your brain that is censoring mm-hmm. uh, the, the information that you're, that's coming through so that when you're sitting up in a regular clinical psychotherapy session, you're in your brain that is very cognitive and thinking things through and talking cognitively about what happened and what uh, what am I going to do. Mm-hmm. And in a demonic session, you're usually laying down and you're, you're in an altered state, and I use essences to assist that. And you're, you're bypassing that rational part of the brain to let much deeper wisdom and messages come through. And mm-hmm. uh, I found that to be exciting as a practitioner. And my clients have found that to be very rewarding. And also it's, it's really a shorter uh, treatment than sometimes years in just straight clinical psychotherapy. That actually makes sense to me because... Yeah, you're you're not coming from, if you will, the, like you said, the logical piece where we hold our memories and emotions. You know, because we were trying to make sense of it, right? Try to analyze it. I think that's the exactly. word. Exactly. We we are, we become very intellectual just by nature of the culture that we live in. Mm-hmm. And as a, when I was in graduate school, I became quite interested in how we can, you know give ourselves a gift of letting some of that go in order to get better faster and more effectively and efficiently. And when I found the shamanic work, I knew that that was the answer for me to delve into as a practitioner. If I have to ask, so did fear come up around that? Like, what would your colleagues think? Or, you know, because you're entering into this. What was it it like? I think the whole thing was shrouded a little bit in, In those days, that was in the 80s, so we were a little bit more quiet about it. Even Mm -hmm. the professor um, 
was I think she had to be careful about what she named the course. She did not use anything like shamanic work. Um, mm-hmm. And so fear, uh, we could use the word fear, but, you know, there was concern and challenges around introducing this. And I've, it's been, that's been quite a journey um, because I'm doing a, ve- a very different kind of work. Although mm-hmm. as the decades continue onward, it's really integrating more into the culture. And I, I brought a lot of it together when I studied in a five-year program in Switzerland, and we were actually doing psychotherapy in the water to bring it one step even further, mm-hmm. which really helps to alter consciousness and bring things into the, a body-centered way. Right. But again, once again, there are challenges bringing that back home um, because that goes against what the very for very good reasons in traditional psychotherapy, there are very strict um, boundaries that you have with your clients. But mm-hmm. what people don't typically understand right away is that in a way the boundaries that are set during that aquatic psychotherapy are um, even, they're even clearer in a particular way. I mean, we have, we, we have to be very um, mindful in a way that that's very healing for the client, actually, because they are learning how to, where their boundaries are. A lot of us, we're in therapy in a way because we've had issues with boundaries and we didn't even know it. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's right. Uh, but to get back to the challenge question, um, it's, uh, I, I guess I'm a forerunner in bringing some of these different therapies in. And for those of us who are, we do meet up with some concern or confusion um, when you're doing something a little bit different. Mm-hmm. What I really love, Bobby, is that you, through it all, you know, you, you stayed tried and true, committed to this because, because you said you just knew inside of yourself what what was yours to do. And I love that. And, I, you know, that's the core of, of, of the show. So inspire and empower the listeners every week to reach, you know, for their dream, really, to reach mm-hmm. inside you. Know, that, that I call it belly fire, you know, that, mm-hmm. that little nudge, that, that nudge where, oh, maybe I should do that or... You know, when you have a realization, what is yours and how often do mm-hmm. we dismiss that? So I love that you're, you know, a shining example. You've been building on on that. You you never let go of that and you have a, a really rich life. And, um, you know, I mentioned when I led you into the program that you um, also were a Reiki master. So were you a Reiki master before you started all of this or was that, you know, did that come after you graduated with your master's degree? It came after the master's degree. And it was something that um, I really wanted to complete, although um, there is a different kind of energy that comes out of my hands, um, mm-hmm. which actually led to the products that I make, the aura infusion. Uh, so I'm not really doing Reiki sessions at all with clients, um, mm-hmm. although I find it tremendously useful personally with family and friends and, and all of that um, mm-hmm. energy, energy work in general. But um, it was the, the aura infusions that sort of came out of realizing the, the, the power of energy work. Mm-hmm. Well, I, lo- I love that. So everything just sort of, like you said, just builds upon each other, and, and it's and it's so beautiful. Like I yeah. said, you're you're just yeah, you're just such a living example of you know of of what can be when we really um, allow. You know, because you, you allowed, you went through you know clinical yeah. Western that continual flow because what is, you know, when I went to graduate school, I thought I was going to be a clinical psychotherapist mm-hmm. in a clinical setting. So I did 
do hear what you're saying about what your show is all about in terms of letting people know that, you know, examples of what it's like to keep following what that dream is and what that's like, because I think it is very typically a surprise at every corner. Yeah. I mean, it can, it can be an exciting journey. I know, you know, I like to talk about fear and anxiety and, and that role because I think often we um, surrender to fear and anxiety. You know, it it, uh, mm-hmm. it shows up and we say, oh, yeah, you're right. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. And we don't often forge ahead. But um, sometimes fear and a little bit of anxiety can be a bit of an adrenaline rush, like being in an amusement park, you know, <laughs> as you go through these these uh, shifts and challenges and turns and transformations, right? Yeah. I mean, I think fear is a great catalyst. Um, And especially what I'm working with clients on is um, you have a choice. Is that the choice point to sort of go back and say, oh, yeah, I knew I really couldn't do anything and and start buying into old doubts and fears. But Mm -hmm. it's it's a catalyst, especially if you're working with someone that can help it help you you open up your vision to see mm-hmm. it's an opportunity, and then you can actually turn that opportunity into a gift. That opportunity to have that fear, concern, or that that next issue that feels like a, a block, but it's it's when you're looking at it in different ways, which is really what my specialty is is how perceptually how are we going to look at this? Um, it actually you know, in a very ironic way, those mm-hmm. those hardships, the fears, the difficulties, they all are the way that we do grow and expand, and we cannot do so without them. So true. So true. Yeah. And, you know, I, you, yeah. you touch on something. You, you assist people with their vision. So I'd like to, like to ask if you could share with the listeners. So there may be some listeners who, you know, don't even know that they have a vision. Do you, do you often help clients, um, you know, get clear and find their vision in your work? Yeah, getting clear with what their vision is, is that what Mm -hmm. you're asking? Right, right, because, you know, some people may have an inkling to a vision, and there may be some people who say, I don't even know what my vision would be. (laughs) Right, Um, and some people will come to me and say, well, I don't know what my my purpose is, and I guess, I guess I'll... Actually help them break through all that. Because... um, I think that one of the first things that um, in the work I do, what I'm letting people know, first off the bat, the, the purpose is whatever, what, what you're contributing to the collective consciousness is really to go through whatever you're, whatever you're going through, negative and positive, both are all helping the collective. And if someone's having a good session with me, they've just helped the whole collective, and that helps to shift. Also, this feeling that they're victimized by, you know, whatever they're going through. And mm-hmm. it also sets up this whole idea that you're asking about in terms of um, vision. Because mm-hmm. um, that, I think that whole idea helps people go deeper, which is what I'm asking them to do during sessions, into connecting with their, their mm-hmm. true essence. And I do use uh, flower essence blends to help them do that during sessions and between sessions so that um, sometimes they're connecting into their deeper selves and actually that pushes out some of the long-held trauma and toxic stuff and, and things and beliefs, you know, 
belief structures that they don't need anymore. And mm-hmm. that allows much more light and much more uh, soul essence or, you know, the essence of who they, who they can really feel themselves to be. At that point, uh, that vision just naturally comes through in ways that it's not happening in the intellect at all, and it's not until after the session is over that it can transfer up into the intellect. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's very kind of a, a visceral, experiential. A lot of times I use a process often called the totem pole process, and there are um, animals associated that are coming in that people are um, spontaneously interacting with that you can look at in a lot of different ways. I mean, a clinician would say, well, that's different aspects of the self. And, mm-hmm. you know, a true shaman would say, you know, those are from the next realm. Those are, those are your guides from the next realm. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. to me how a client is looking at that experience that they're having. All that matters mm-hmm. is they're having a very, very powerful experience with an aspect of themselves that had previously been either cut out because they're within their family or the, the larger the community, um, it, you know, didn't seem acceptable at, at one age or another, and they just mm-hmm. kind of cut off from a part of themselves. But in the journey, just in a very natural way, just because I'm holding a very non-judgmental container while they're journeying, um, always these aspects come through, usually as animal guides, and they connect with it in such a deep way, there are almost no, no words. But through mm-hmm. that comes what we're talking about here is that vision, that sense of, um, you know, who am I, what's my purpose, and that inspiration starts to come through. In, in shamanic work, it's called soul retrieval. So it's mm-hmm. when aspects of the self start uh, reconnecting and and forming a much more potent sense of self that that was the original imprint anyway. But of course, things happen in life that what I call fragment. They fragment us a bit, and it's hard to pull all that back together without some assistance of some sort. And I just I just love using the, the shamanic work to help that process, guide mm-hmm. that process. I love that. That's so yeah, you're um you you're there holding space and allowing I love that. That's beautiful. And it looks like we're gonna come up on a quick break, Bobby. So I'm gonna ask you and the listeners to please stay with us and we'll be back in a moment. We go through all kinds of challenges in life. How we deal with them is a different story. If we carry them on our shoulders, we can experience health problems, relationship issues, and other negative aspects these challenges can pose. Jeanette Abney's Precious Predicaments is here to help you pick up and sort out the pieces through education and encouragement. You don't have to live in fear and pain. Let's find solutions together. Precious Predicaments is heard live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Are you ready for a health, life, and empowerment show in one? Then be sure to listen every week for Living Well with Ann Beal. Ann takes her long-running TV show to the Internet Talk Radio airwaves with guest experts and insight designed to help you live a healthy and successful life. By hearing from the experts and those who have found success, our goal is that you too will be motivated to do the same. Living Well with Ann Beal can be heard every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Do you have complete control over your thoughts and your life? It seems like we do, but there are always outside forces that are wreaking havoc with that control. 
How do we get our thoughts back on track, so to speak? Listen for help. My thoughts are holding me hostage with Dr. Jeffrey Fannin. When you command the power of thought, you can achieve or have whatever you want. Make the laws of the universe work for you. Tune in every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to The Sky's the Limit with Karen Levitt. If you have a comment or question about the show, we encourage you to send an email to the sky's the limit show at gmail.com. That's the sky's the limit show at gmail.com. And remember to use the hashtag the gift is the shift all over social media and encourage others to discover the program. Now, back to Karen Levitt. Hi, welcome back to The Sky's the Limit, and this week my featured guest is Bobby Courtney, and we're speaking about the shamanic process, soul retrieval. Bobby was speaking about the visioning process, and Bobby, I'd like to kind of pick back up into that. You you have so much to share, and um, you were talking about totem pole and animals, uh, so if you'd like to pick up on that where we left off, that'd be great. Sure. I mean, I, I think we, we could talk a little bit about people have questions. What What is really happening during a session? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Why, and why are we working this way? So um, I'm really um, helping people, first of all, deeply relax. And mm-hmm. there, are, there are two ways that I'm doing that. And uh, in the beginning, I didn't have flower essences. Uh, so the first, I was just, I was using um, my... Uh, my voice in particular ways and, and certain kinds of messages and helping people connect with their body and go into a very deep relaxation. That, mm-hmm. uh, the, the second part of that now, now that I have found out um, the tremendous benefit of using flower essences during sessions, mm-hmm. is that that also is helping people um, connect with higher aspects of themselves, depending on what essences I'm giving. Sometimes it's helping their body decompress from mm-hmm. third density existence and, and unplugging from the fear that's in our collective. There are mm-hmm. essences that literally help with that, so that when we unplug from the fear that's in the collective, which is helping nobody, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> it's certainly not helping my clients during their sessions. Um, the, those essences are um, helping to accelerate their own ability to go straight to their own uh, beauty and gifts and mm-hmm. inspirations and all of that. So they're laying down, typically, it's fine if somebody wants to sit up, um, but uh, once once they're going into that, that altered state, and I know that, you know, they're fully aware of, in, a, in an ordinary reality, they can access an ordinary you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we're checking in together during it, mm-hmm. but um, they're also in, in an altered, simultaneously in an altered state. So um, once in there, I'm doing something different than other shamans. Uh, mm-hmm. Some other shamans. There are some shamans that do journey for the client and then come back and tell the client what happened. What I'm trying to empower people with is, <clears throat> you are your own shaman. You have mm-hmm. your own ability to deepen your intuition and, and deepen your inner wisdom. And, and we do it through understanding the language of intuition, which is connecting with body sensations and different ways of hearing. We hear auditorily through our 
ears, we think, in certain ways. But there are other kinds of auditory messages that we get mm-hmm. that we're not so familiar with in our culture. So, uh, and that's the same with imagery. Um, we see things through our eyes in third-dimensional ways, but we also mm-hmm. have visions with what we call imagination, which is a very misunderstood concept, because really it's imagination that is uh, the catalyst to manifestation in, in a much mm-hmm. bigger way than I think that we've ever understood. So all those things are coming together, and as they do, um, there are guides that, that will spontaneously come on board. And if someone's unfamiliar with the work, mm-hmm. um, they might immediately say, well, that can't be the right guide. Um, because they're start, they're still using a little bit of their their cognitive mind. Like my mm-hmm. guide should be a horse, not an octopus. Right. <laughs> you know? um, so it's just helping the client accept what's coming through, and that's also the language of intuition. And and as we're all we all seem to be growing in our ability and to have the intuition and trust our own intuition. And right. this is. Um, really um, the benefit of these kinds of sessions because mm-hmm. once that client is really able to embrace, you know, it's a good thing, even if there's right. a little bit of fear, fear of the octopus. Like, I don't like octopuses, and I'm exactly myself. As a therapist, that's why he's here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, <laughs> because, I, you, you touched on something that I think is, is really yeah. very powerful. You, you touched on imagination, right? So even with you saying that, you know, when we hear the word imagination, it's... um child's play and I think in the adult world to be a grown-up right to be mm-hmm. yeah it, it 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 almost seems you know like it doesn't fit so I love that you actually call in the power of imagination and you you actually empower people to use that unlock that and bring it back into their life I think that's just so so beautiful because we do you know to get um like I said to be in the professional world the grown-up world the real world you yeah. know yeah, I mean, I think that um, we've been, uh, our culture, again, has programmed us um, to stop, quote-unquote, imagination at an early age because we had to, quote-unquote, grow up. And what mm-hmm. we were doing, literally, was we were getting cut off. Nobody knew any better. But we were getting cut off from our own intuitive process and mm-hmm. our own manifestation process. And... Uh, once we can re- reconnect with it as something that's integral, absolutely mm-hmm. integral to our lives, um, it becomes very powerful. And it actually um, plays a role in helping us empower the choices that we make. A lot of people talk about making empowered mm-hmm. choices, but actually mm-hmm. I am turning that around a little bit and saying, mm-hmm. Um, when we are putting a, a deep meaning with our choices, mm-hmm. then whatever that choice is that we're making becomes ever so much more powerful. And that's often happening because of that um, imagination mm-hmm. um, that's happening, um, that connection uh, and, and interaction that you're having with your guide. So as a child, and I know with my son, he had uh, somebody that he was talking to all the time. Her name was Nora. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, you can look at it in different ways. Oh, yeah, all, all kids have um, uh, imaginary friends. I don't know if mm-hmm. Nora was really even imaginary. She seems quite real to all of us. She had a seat at the table and everything else. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think that uh, allowing my son to have that helps him empower his own ability and trust and confidence to create his own world and, and not feel that there's anything wrong with what was coming through him. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of what I do with clients as well. Yeah, I I love that, though. You know, so like I said, you you sort of hold the space for the person or Mm -hmm. the persons because you do you offer group and private sessions. So, you you know, yeah, yeah. and and, really powerful, too. And I'd love a chance to talk about what happens in the group. Sure. Well, that's I was just going to ask, because, you know, like I said, you you sort of hold the space and allow for this to to be present, whether it be in a private session or a group session. So I wanted to ask you what a group session was like and who it might be for. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I have um, two groups coming up in April. They're six, week, six weeks long, so it really gives a container, six weeks to do some um, very focused work and really learn how to be in, in touch with and learning the language of your intuition. And what's really interesting about the groups is now you're dealing with group energy, and that... It's amazing to be in and for me to watch um, as a facilitator because what's happening in the group is we're holding a collective energy mm-hmm. and very often <laughs> people are having a shamanic journey and there'll be a bird that will fly into somebody's um, uh, shamanic journey and interact with them and then mm-hmm. fly over to the next person. <laughs> Nobody knows. It's all happening silently. Except I'm doing some guidance um, about just, you know, helping people, making suggestions that they stay connected with, you know, whatever is there for them. But it's really quite interesting because when we come out of it, people are able to actually share that they, there were things that were happening within that collective energy. I love that. that that's beautiful. And, and how is it for um, a private session, you know, one-on-one? Yeah, that so that's giving um, people a chance. Um, I'm able to help facilitate in a very direct, personal way that interaction, and those are you know usually longer than six weeks that we're working together. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm I'm able to use what I already know about the person and where some of the other journeys have been. I'm able to ask some questions. Mm-hmm. that the person can go back into that journey with, say, I know about a dream that they had had a few weeks ago and something's coming up now. Um, and uh, I'm able to make that connection myself and just sort of ask about that and let the journey, you know, go where it's going to go in regards to that question. But the other thing that um, I'm able to work more intensely with with people is what I call the waking dream. I'm going to be addressing it in these upcoming groups, actually, this time. And the waking dream is to just understand our awareness in a new concept as we're in our day while we're, quote, mm-hmm. quote awake, awake, but um, utilizing what's happening in our day as a reflection um, of what we're working on and what is being mirrored back to us as we're moving through our day and how we're working with that. And then coming back into the group and mm-hmm. sharing that, too, and journeying with that. So we're journeying both during the day, in a way, at work, you know, uh, mm-hmm. just helping with, with a supervisor or whatever, but it's related to the shamanic journey that they'd had the night before in the group. So 
it becomes very rich. It, it sounds incredibly rich. And, um, you know, I want to, I love, this is, like I said, there's so much. There's just so much here that we could just delve into. And I, I want to. I feel like I'm just bathing in a pool. I love it. It's, um, really, there's so much. So I want to kind of go back, if I can, to, to the beginning because, you know, you, you work with flower essences. So can you um, share with the listeners what they are exactly? Because, I, you know, I love what you do. Yeah, sure. Um, I think that they've been used throughout time, uh, but they were uh, discovered during, you know, our, uh, during the last century uh, by Edward Bach, Dr. Mm -hmm. Edward Bach, who started, um, of course, he was, I think he was probably looked at as a quack, but um, he was using um, the dew off of flowers. uh, Okay. Patience and Amazing things were happening, and um, again, because of our cultural program programming, we tend to not think of flowers as being powerful. I want something much more powerful than a flower to help me. Well, mm-hmm. guess what? We're, we we are put here on the planet with plants because we are uh, compatible, you know, biocompatible with plants in so many ways that we don't have time for me to get into. But these essences are really the signature energy of the plants. They are the, the energetic plant extracts. And mm. when, you, when you're extracting them in a certain way, within a certain state of mind and consciousness, mm-hmm. um, I, have, I have essences from all over the world, um, literally, and from, mm-hmm. you know, deep in the ocean. And each plant has its own signature vibration. And what happens is, our systems always want to vibrate upwards. They always want to resonate with something that's at the next higher level that they could grab onto effectively. So mm-hmm. we're offering we're offering these vibrations that I specifically pick out depending on what's going on with the client. And of course, the client's whole energy system is going to say, "Yes, that's exactly what I'm looking for," and resonate with it. And then the person's system, their emotional body. Um, their spiritual body starts resonating with and organizing their themselves around what that frequency really means to them at an energetic level, and that filters down to uh, it, it changes that start to happen, changes in how we're responding to ourselves and, and judging ourselves, or and changes in our relationship, and changes in how we're having boundaries, or changes in how stable we feel and how candidly mm-hmm. we feel, we're really organizing around. That becomes ours. It doesn't go away when we stop taking the essence because we're organizing around it. It becomes held in place. Mm-hmm. If that makes some sense. I don't know if, if that makes sense to It totally makes sense. It, it yeah. does make sense. I mean, when I sat with you, because I, you know, had, like, I would call it a mini session with you. When I sat mm-hmm. with you and you had me, you, um, directed me to certain bottles and you just had me quickly smell um mm-hmm. i it, it was amazing i could i could feel different energy vibrations and there were there was one particular that really called to me and so i i i do believe that absolutely you know our our, our um yeah. nose and our yeah. brain really does know and it leads us mm-hmm they're very specific, and the bottles that I had um, showed you are the Aura Infusions, which I have a web store for, mm-hmm. um, and those are a chemical blend. There are gems in the bottle, so they're sort of an alchemy of intention, essences, and oils, which are very different. The oils from the plants are really like the immune system of the plant and wisdom in a different way, 
And the okay. essences are made starting initially from a water-based um, connection with the plant. Uh, so I'm combining all that together in the aura infusion. But during sessions, I'm actually giving oral blends of just the essences. But I mm -hmm. may spray those infusions um, depending on what's happening in a session. And, Bobby, it looks like we're going to have to take a quick pause for a quick break. So I'm going to ask you and the listeners to please stay with us, and we'll be back in just one moment. When you see someone, are you seeing the person or the perception? We see labels such as fat, thin, black, white, rich, poor, but we don't always see the true identity. Listen for New Dimensions with Reverend Nicholas Barrett. On this program, we'll embrace the breaking down of societal paradigms, our norms, and acceptance of our false selves. You can find your identity the way that God intended. Forget all the labels that you think you see. Tune in every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions, some common sense, Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Fridays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Do you feel alone trying to conquer life's challenges? Do you feel that there's sometimes nowhere to turn and nobody really understands? Remember, you are not alone. Every week, host April Joy Ford, who has faced adversity as a constant in her life, helps you rise above life's challenges with your own blueprint meant to discover the powerful you. April's challenges have included childhood sexual abuse, becoming a widow and single parent at 32, and other such curveballs. She'll help you get empowered holistically every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. When you make decisions, do you ever find yourself in doubt? Are you trying to figure out what's right with you? Are you ready to truly change your life? Listen for the Access Consciousness Radio Show with the founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane Here. Consciousness is all about including everything and judging nothing. Our program will help you break free from your personal limitations and enhance positive change in all areas of your life. Tune in to Access Consciousness, Thursdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to The Sky's the Limit with Karen Levitt. If you have a comment or question about the show, we encourage you to send an email to the sky's the limit show at gmail.com. That's the sky's the limit show at gmail.com. And remember to use the hashtag the gift is the shift all over social media and encourage others to discover the program. Now, back to Karen Levitt. Hi, welcome back to The Sky's the Limit with my featured guest this week, Bobby Courtney. And Bobby, you were talking about and sharing about um, the aura infusions, and I know there's a lot to share about that. So I'd like to ask, first of all, how they came came about, and mm -hmm. um, and I would just love to learn more because they're wonderful. Okay. Um, it was very interesting. Uh, there were two, two major things that happened where this came through. Uh, I was working with 
essences, which are given in dose bottles with clients. And I had a client who was a foster mom, and she had um, a teenager in her home who'd been through so much and was very shut down and angry, and understandably so. Mm-hmm. But because she was a foster child, you can't you can't just take it upon yourself to give anything uh, orally. I mean, it really has to come from the doctor. So um, I knew I could help this young girl, and I thought, um, what can I what can I do to help this girl come in contact with these frequencies? Because I know they're going to help her so much release a lot of the trauma and begin to make con- new connections and trust again. So I said, how about a room freshener? Mm-hmm. And the foster mother said, sure, I'll try it. And uh, so she would get up in the morning and spray the bathroom. It had some, um, it had aroma in it. It had um, essential oils and it had essences in it. And um, the this teenage girl would get up and go in the bathroom and take her shower. And while she was doing that, the foster mother would spray her, her bedroom with it. And after three days of being exposed, you know, to this, um, she noticed that this young girl who was so shut down and so angry uh, was beginning to open up, started to cry and share, and started to release some of the pain and started to trust this this, uh, relationship she was having with her foster mother. And Mm. (laughs) she she came back to the next session, she said, Everybody in my family is using it. And I said, oh, my gosh, you know, that's really more for trauma, but okay. So mm-hmm. the second part of how they came to be is um, I was in a dream, coming out of a dream state and waking up, and I received a download. And it was like it's a download for me is like a whole packet of information um, that can be contained in the sense of something, and usually there's a word. Associated mm-hmm. with it that is in that packet, and when I opened up that packet, well, what happened was in that packet were these products and how to make them and what they were all about, and um, that I needed to get them out there, and that's how it started. And so right now there are nine of them, and they address um, uh, things like clearing and and clearing, um, you know, a space, or clearing your own energy field and protection, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, Another spray is called Spirit of Love, and it's really helping bringing the high heart and connecting it with our physical heart and the way we love ourselves and others. And uh, it's a really huge support in learning about connection and learning about our own beauty as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I can, there are others, but yeah, you get the gist yeah. each one. As a psychotherapist, I picked out nine areas that my clients most needed help, and and I made those infusions for that. Mm-hmm. And I know you've had your own experience with that as well. As we, we talked, you you had a family member who had surgery, um, and and you used this on them. Is that correct? Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. You you had a family member who had um, an injury, and you used some of this. Um, the aura and the flower essences in their treatment and their healing. Did you not? Yeah, that was that was part of it. Um, definitely um, helping him um, with uh, clearing some of the trauma and building mm-hmm. back. Um, used one of the infusions to help him build back a sense of grounding because with 
a traumatic accident, you can become very ungrounded. So, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, it was very, yeah. very helpful for him in that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can become trapped in the in the fear and afraid to move. Really, to move fully, yeah. I'll say. Yeah, you can be absolutely. bound by fear. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So um, there were actually two of them that that helped in different ways with that, and and one of them is just you know having the courage to keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I yeah. mean, it's so powerful, and everything is right here on this earth for us. So I love that. So we don't really, um, I don't want to discredit Western medicine, but really we have the ability to heal ourselves Mm -hmm. with what's truly right in front of us and available. We just have to be open. Yeah, I think it was really meant to be for us to keep discovering in a very exciting time that we live in because we are continually discovering our actual relationship with plants and gems, and, and a lot of what I use are in all of these are also I make my own gem elixirs as well, and mm-hmm. uh, so they're they're uh, these are pathways that are opening up at, in an accelerated speed right now. I feel, and I'm very excited to be a part of it. Absolutely, it's a, it's it's a very exciting time. Everything seems to be culminating. The energy is building, and you know, you touched on um, you have a six week session coming up in April. So I wanted to know, well, wanted to ask if you would share what, uh, you know, prospective clients could, you know, gain from the class in six weeks. What what might they feel like, you know, what might yeah. they experience? Yeah, that experience is called deep change. And so it's really people who are ready to sort of delve into some of their own mysteries and find themselves in, in new ways and, and have new, um, be open to having new perceptions that come through as they're journeying. But uh, it's also about using essences to actually upgrade their energy system because our energy systems are changing and they really, we can use assistance um, in, in what I call light work, um, integrating the light impulses, the cosmic light impulses to help our energy fields stay strong and 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 grounded during these times. And it's also um, helping people uh, use the journeys to help attract synchronistic flow in their life and by staying with what I call the path of heart and mm-hmm. very much uh, disengaging from fear. Um, and, and we're using the journeys um, very much uh, for that. And 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 learning, just learning how to use our own intuition and trust it. So, what would you say to someone who might be listening who isn't really sure of all this? You know, they they maybe they don't even know what their own belief system is, and you're you know where they're hearing us and we're talking and you're sharing and telling them to trust their own intuition, right? So, what would you mm-hmm. share with a listener about you know their belief systems and tapping into yeah. all that? Yeah, I think that because I have a clinical background. I am very able to keep shifting my language. I think that's one of the best things I can do for clients and keep shifting where I need to, where a client is at and where I need to meet them. So there are so many doorways to go in. I never limit myself to saying, Mm -hmm. well, you know, we have to have a shamanic journey. Um, I definitely have uh, clients who are coming in and having what certainly seems like a more traditional session 
but mm-hmm. inevitably we are going probably a little bit um, uh, deeper into some perceptual. I would say those sessions, sessions in general are about saying, how are we supposed to help you change your perception so that you're looking at your situation not as a victim, but as this is an opportunity. So that can be just a very verbal, you know, discussion that we're having. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, so I, I think that I would respect somebody who would say, I don't know if I, I believe in all this. And I would say, great, that you're owning exactly where you're at. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wanted to touch on that because, you know, I think, like you said, sometimes, you know, we can get stuck in languaging and then there may be people who go, I don't don't even know if I believe in, you know, what you're talking about, you know, so, yeah, yeah, so I love that you're completely open and allowing and you have uh, a web store as well for the infusions, the aura infusions. Mm -hmm. And that that web store is com. Correct. um, and I and I'll be adding some new things to that within the next month or two mm-hmm. um, as they're nice. coming through for me and and people are um, seem to be really benefiting. And you know, you also offer phone sessions, don't you? Oh yes, actually, that's been very important for people. Um, and I, I do work with people all over the country, and those are, actually sometimes they're actually journey sessions, believe it or not. And mm-hmm. sometimes they are flower essence consults where we're really going over more in a traditional way what's going on and what's the next piece of work that they're really focused on. And I'm prescribing a blend of essences that is really going to help them, you know, dissolve what is like a perceived block and bring in maybe, say, the confidence or, mm-hmm. um, you know, help them with whatever, you know, issue. That, that blend will help with, and, and we just continue along with, on the phone with that in that way. And how 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 long are phone sessions typically, or do they vary? They they vary, but they're typically an hour. I think an hour in most cases is enough time to really be able to delve into getting some insight about what's going on, and mm-hmm. and then sort of prescribing, putting together a blend from that deeper insight. Mm-hmm. And I, that's wonderful. I, I really wanted to um, highlight that for the listeners because, like I said, if they can't come to you because you're in the Northeast, uh, near mm-hmm. Boston, as am I. Uh, so, yeah, but they can obviously check out the website, your web your web store. And, like I said, the phone sessions are an important piece. So I'd like yeah. to ask, with, yeah, with, with all that you're doing, Bobby. they can Bobby, also reach me at, at bobbycourtney.com. I mean, that, that will get there. Just B-O-B-B-I, Courtney. C-O-U-R-T-N-E-Y, and that will get you everywhere, and that will get you to learning more about the sessions, and then in the, inside there you can click on our infusions and learn all about that as well. Correct, and I'll highlight that again at the end of the program like I always do, but I wanted to ask you, since your life is so rich, what what's next for you? Uh, well, I, uh, I really want to continue this work. I'm really enjoying doing the groups I want to. Uh, delve into that a little bit more and see uh, where that takes all of us. Mm-hmm. And I'm also very much um, looking to get back in. I did uh, lose temporarily the pool that I was working in. This this aquatic work is very, very powerful, very nourishing and nurturing, and I'm very much um, looking to get back into it. But I am looking for a location. Um, ah. 
for you know to do that to do mm-hmm. that warm water uh, kind of uh, body centered psychotherapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, uh, yeah. They call it aquatic body psychotherapy, and that makes sense because our body is mostly water. So it would make sense that we would feel comfortable and nurtured in water, and that we would be able to have a session and release. Yeah, and all our memories are held cellularly, so um, in our body. So if we're working with the body at the same time, it's very effective. I love that. I just, yeah, I, I do. And you co-authored. You were co-author of a book, correct? It's yeah. Nalu, that's, that's, Nalu, the, yeah. the art and science yeah. of aquatic fitness. Yeah, and therapy. Yeah, body work and therapy. And it is that it ta- it talks about you know, different aspects of the work that I've done. There was some work that I actually brought in that, again, came to me uh, as I was, uh, let's say, waking up one morning. So it's, it's called wave motion, and that, that work is, um, it can be done in groups in the water. And mm-hmm. then the other work is based primarily, um, within the book, uh, I talk primarily about um, the work that is um, water dance based, which is based off of Watsu, which is an acronym for Shiatsu in the water. So this is okay. I learned all this in Europe uh, because, of course, they're taking off with it. And it's, it's normal. If you go to a psychotherapist in Germany, you may very well end up in pool. A lot of clinics have pools in them, and they're already doing all this work. So um, I'd like to be on the East Coast, the person that's bringing this. That, that sounds quite lovely, actually. Yeah, it is. It is. I know, like, you know, we could we could probably do a whole show on that, and I'm open and available to do that. I would love to delve into that. I'd say delve and right. splash in that pool. That would be wonderful. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I can't believe it because the hour always flies by when we're engaged in conversation and I just love it. So I want to highlight your website again. So it's www.bobby, B-O-B-B-I, Courtney, C-O-U-R-T-N-E-Y.com. And that will lead you to everything that Bobby does and the Aura Infusion store. And I want to ask you as we come to the close, Bobby, if there's one takeaway that you'd like to share with the listeners from our conversation today, what would it be? What might that be? Yeah, I think in taking in everything that we've talked about is that we're all really on a spiritual journey disguised as everyday life. And mm-hmm. so um, I think once we start looking at it that way, we feel much less like victims and feel much more empowered. Mm. Like I said, fear does pop up. It's going to happen, and but that's part of the journey, and that's the gift. Because when it does, it gives us an opportunity to shift our perception that this is a spiritual journey, not just something bad that happened to me. This exactly. Yeah, this fear or this difficulty or this challenge or this accident that happened to me or this loss mm. that happened to me is part of my spiritual journey. So how am I supposed to take a look at it through that lens? And when we look at it through that lens, it makes it a lot lighter and we can start to experience what we think of as hardship not as a victim but knowing Mm -hmm. that this gets called in and pain gets called into our lives to help us change into who we are becoming if we look at it that way and use it that way well exactly and that's that's the whole premise of the show so 
and the gift is the shifts, like I say. So you have you are a beautiful, bright, shining example of that. And I'm it's an honor to have you on the program. And like I said, it looks like we're coming to a close. So I want to highlight your website again for the listeners. I want to encourage them to please check it out. It's www.bobbycourtney.com. B-O-B-B-I-C-O-U-R-T-N-E-Y.com. And she has unbelievable oils and flower essences. And the work she's doing is incredible. I've had an opportunity to actually use some of your products and they work and you're you're a gift it's been a pleasure to have you on the program bobby and i want to thank you oh you're welcome i want to thank you and the listeners and i'll see everyone next week thank you so much thank you for joining us for the sky's the limit karen levitt looks forward to having you tune in for another program next wednesday at 5 p.m pacific time and 8 p.m eastern time on the voice america empowerment channel Remember, the gift is the shift. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.